okay. I get it, Jar. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Jar. You know what I'm saying? My New York culture cousin, the gray area sports. He told me, he said, man, you know, I agree. Saquon Barkley is a good running back, but we need a backup. And looking at these young cats, look, man, let me tell y'all something. It's over with for, for, for that whole sitting thing. Isn't it crazy? Like, like seriously, think about it. Other than the quarterback position, when you come in as a rookie in the NFL, it's, it, it's go time. You know, you don't re- you rarely see running backs, you know, ride the bench for a couple of years to get ready for the starting position, receivers, you know what I'm saying, anybody on defense. It's only the quarterback that gets I don't I don't wanna even call it um I, I wouldn't even call it special attention. Although you can look at it like that. Um but these cats is ready to go, apparently. Now, looking at, you know what I'm saying, looking at the Pat Mahomes young quarterback, you know, looking at uh, Baker Mayfield, the Sam Darnolds, um, these cats have been playing real good, especially these goddamn Pat Mahomes guy. You know, I was on I was on the Mitchell Report. Shout out to Rory. And uh, we went through the whole AFC, the whole, whole AFC West. And um, you know, it, it was it was some small jokes going around. I thought my Raiders would end up playing a little bit better starting off early, but we're playing pretty we're playing pretty bad. We should be two and one right now. Technically, we should be two and one, but we can't hold the lead. That's bad. But you know, we got we 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 went down the the, the four teams of the division and. I got, you know, I gave Kansas City they love and said they they arguably have the best offense in the league. And this this is with not knowing what Pat Mahomes was going to do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I definitely got them ranked high as far as having the best offense. And they, you know, they've been showing that. They've been showing that the last three games. No doubt about that. But this Pat Mahomes guy, yo, what the hell is going on? You know what I'm saying? We we're talking about he's he's close to a thousand yards already throwing. Thirteen touchdowns. That's more than that's more than 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 Brady and Favre and Rodgers in a rookie year. You know what I'm saying? Um, this is crazy. It's and it's nervous. It, I, I gonna say it's nervous. It's making me nervous. I'm scared because he's in my goddamn division. You know, and we got a solid quarterback, no doubt about that. I don't know what's going on in Oakland. You know what? Shout out to Chicago. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say this. I'm still not paying Khalil Mack that type of money. But at the same time, you know what? Shout out to Chicago. And shout out to my boy Dev and Chris over there, um, you know, with Green Bay, but he's also a Florida State fan. I'm I'm shouting out the thread this episode because I got some do's and I got some don'ts and I got some wrongs and I got some rights. But you know what? Um, Duran James, like, I remember him saying, I, I remember him asking me, like, yo, how could y'all pass up on a talent like that 
and Derwin James in the draft. And I said, you know what? You, you're right, but at the same time, his off-the-field problem scares me. Any, Let me tell you something. Anybody that comes out of college, these high, you know, high-profile programs, with it, with that type of talent, but has had off the field problems. When you come to California, man, it, unless you have unless you have a great structured locker room, uh, you know, cast that's going to be uh, the leaders of the. You know, I, I, I believe Derek Carr is a great leader, but I don't I don't believe that he's I don't believe he has a locker room like that. You know what I'm saying? I believe someone on defense would have had to have you know, that locker room under control. And I think Khalil Mack would have been that guy, even though he was he's still fairly young. I'm talking about real young. Um, but just imagine if we did draft uh, Derwin James and, and kept Khalil Mack. You know what? I've, I've said this. I've said this this year so far. It's still early, but I say I have to give Chucky. I got to give him a year just to see what he's going to do with those picks. Now, don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? We're 0-3 right now, but I believe we could have... Man. That defensive line is missing Khalil Mack. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. And we, I, I, I knew it was going to happen. Um, it was still the question. <laughs> well, I, it's really not a question because you know what Khalil Mack can do. But at the same time, man, you know, I, I know I'm going to keep going back and forth with the whole money and things like that. Maybe I'm thinking that money was too much for the coach. I understand locking in the coach. I understand locking in your quarterback. But to think right now that the Rams gave it to us. And although we, you know, the game was, the game was pretty much, you know, back and forth until, what, the late third? So, basically, we gave up late third against the Rams, and we got blown out of the water. Other than that, playing against uh, Miami, uh, who else did we lose to? I think that was, uh, was it Denver? Yeah, Denver in the last few seconds by, by a field goal. Like, that hurt. That hurt for the simple fact that, we could have won two of those, two out of the three games. I take the Rams ass whooping. I don't want to spend too much on my team because I don't want to make it a Raider a Raider issue. But I just wanted to point that out. Chicago, I hope y'all do well with that guy. I hope y'all do. So moving along, man. Um, I know I was bringing up the youngsters and stuff like that to Pat Mahomes, um, but this guy up in Cleveland, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna go back to my boy Jar because he's a New York fan, and he said, "Man, we should have gotten a backup quarterback for Eli for you know to to secure the future." And I'm gonna say this. I understand where he's coming from. I do. I don't. I guess you can pass up on a great running back. And I'm not even saying Saquon is going to be great, but as a, as of right now, um. He's played pretty good. You know what I'm saying? For where he got drafted at, Saquon Barkley has played well, especially with that line. Now, to say, to see what Baker Mayfield has been doing, what Sam Darnold has been doing, even Josh Allen last, oh my God, did you see what he did against the Vikings? To see what has happened so far, pump your brakes. 
Jarvin Massey, slow it down a bit because we still got to give these guys a full season, you know, for one. And two, just because you put a cat back there, like, are you saying that y'all would have benched Eli so thus far? Because I don't think Eli would have been benched. Therefore, we wouldn't have seen that magic. You know what I'm saying? And so to sit there and wait, I mean... I, I mean, I guess, I guess because you're saying it's the talent. It's the talent that these that these quarterbacks possess. But I'm saying I'm, I'm banking on within the next two, three years, you can go get some talent. You can go. It's, it's going to be some quarterbacks out there. And by the way, <laughs> and the way you guys are going right now, you, you're probably going to be in a good position to get one. I'm not sure you're going to be top five bad. You know what I'm saying? I actually had you guys in the playoffs. You know, um, because you guys are playing well. It's just, you know, it, it's, it's, it's being right there. It's closing out the games. It's the small mistakes that leads to big, you know, man, I get it, Jarv. I get it, Jarv. I just don't think, I don't think Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnison would have been the answer for the Giants. I really don't believe that. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it probably would have made y'all feel good for the next couple of years knowing that y'all got a top quarterback coming in, but I just don't see it. I'm not saying that Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold is going to be a, a, a bum in the future. I'm not saying that this hype for Baker Mayfield is going to die over real fast. I'm just saying that I think I think you guys can wait. I think you guys can find a rookie quarterback next year or the year after, and you guys would be fine. Uh, I really do. But shout out to these young quarterbacks. And, you know, uh, Baker Mayfield came in after Tyrod Taylor went down. I think he went down with, like, a concussion. Came in and threw 200 yards. It, it was just a different feeling, though. Forget the stats that he brought in. It was just the energy that he brought to the to the game. And they came back and beat the Jets. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that's much because it's the Jets, although the Jets have shown that they, you know, they've been playing pretty good, you know. Uh, again, it's only been three games. A lot can happen uh, during the rest of the season. So I get that part. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So moving along, man, speaking of quarterbacks, though, it was a shootout. It was definitely a shootout in Atlanta. And it, doesn't it seem like this happens every year with Drew Brees and a Matt Ryan? Uh, I know Eli Manning has had one of those type of games where – they just go off and, you know, one one quarterback throws for six touchdowns, the other one throws for five. You know what I'm saying? They both throw for like three, 350 plus, close to 400 yards. It's always like once a year is in just a matchup, catch is like, it's just a pure shootout, a fantasy fest. And I mean, that's what it was, you know, then the Saints, um, the Saints came out with the W, you know, 40. I think it was 43 to 37. God dog it. Who took the over? Who took the over? Uh, Breeze had close to 400, like I said, 396 for three touchdowns. Matty Ice had five touchdowns, 300, uh, 374 yards. It, come on, man. That was just no interceptions, by the way. Calvin Ridley. Now, I'm pretty sure... Uh, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a Tuesday, it's a Tuesday morning, early Tuesday morning, somewhere around 4.30 right now, 4.30, 4.40. Uh, 
at 12 a.m., Cats was adding and dropping, and Calvin really was a part of that because he had seven receptions, 146 yards, three touchdowns. Let me tell you something. Fantasy world went crazy. Now, if you got a deep bench, he better be on your bench. And the reason why I say that, I'm not I'm not so fast to jumping the gun and picking up cats and things like that off of one performance. But when you look at the history of the Falcons, and I'm talking about recent history with Julio Jones, you know, you have Sanu over there. You got a Hooper over there. You, of course, you got the dual running backs over there. But one of the running backs is out, I know, because I have him, Devontae Freeman. But Matt... Matt Ryan has a lot of weapons, but Matt Ryan also loves, he loves to throw that rock. You know what I'm saying? Now, with one of his top running backs out, and we have, we know every year, Julio Jones, the, the freak that he is on the field, he just doesn't, he's going to let you down some weeks. And that's either just not being able to get the rock to him or injury. So Kevin Ridley might be a huge, a huge pickup. I'm going to talk about fantasy a lot throughout these episodes um, because fantasy is key. Uh, I, I mean, it's just relative to, to to the topics when we talk about the NFL. No college. I'm not talking about no college. I'm so pissed off at UCLA right now. So pissed off at UCLA. Anyhow, um, they're saying that uh, Fitzpatrick magic might be over. The Fitz magic might be over, although he did perform. He had a uh, threw a couple of questionable interceptions. It was definitely fireworks. Another look, 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 another shootout. You know Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh finally got their first W. They're trash, bro. Pittsburgh is trash, and I had them and the Jags. Speaking of the Jags, you know I I had the Jags and Pittsburgh in the AFC Championship this year. I, that's why I told Rory that as well. I mean, I still got to stick by that because I got Atlanta winning the Super Bowl. I can't go back. Now, if we want to reevaluate after three weeks, then we could do so. It's going to look a little different. <laughs> but as of right now, I still got to stick with my same picks. You know, Atlanta uh, winning the Super Bowl. That's what I got, you know. But Pittsburgh has been looking bad. Le'Veon Bell over there on jet skis and making rap videos and things like that. He's really not playing. Um, the 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 chemistry, the 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 chemistry is just is not the Steelers' way for them to be beefing like this. Uh, Antonio Brown did he did seal a, a, a W for me in one of my fantasy leagues, so I'm happy about that. Big Ben is almost time to go down. If there's anybody that needs a, a solid quarterback on a bench to be backing up uh, a potential Hall of Famer is definitely Big Ben. It's Pittsburgh and the, and the Steelers. They need they need a solid backup for sure. You know, I know they weren't in position to draft, you know, uh, Sam Darnold or, um, or Baker Mayfield, but God damn it, you know what I'm saying? Big Ben is looking, you know, he'll have his spurts, but overall, I'm not messing with him fantasy-wise. So, yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure what's going to happen when James gets back. I would say, um, I mean, if Fitzpat shows another, shows us another performance like that next week, it's not going to be good. I think, you know, if he ends up going, if he ends up going two and two, James might get his, he might get his job back. He might get his job back, but I'm not, you know, if he goes three and one, I'm not sure when James come back. I, I mean, I I, I want to say it's four games. 
I want to say it's four games, and if that's the case, by the time Jameis come back, if they if they have a winning record, I'm not sure if you throw Jameis in there. That wouldn't make any sense to me. And, and Fitzpatrick is up there. He's slinging that rock. Him and Pat Mahomes is slinging that rock. You know what I mean? So I'm not sure if I would change that up. Uh, but that's, that's basically, but you know, oh, I want to give a shout out to the Dolphins, who just beat my Raiders, by the way. They are playing. And, and the reason why I want to highlight that is because we already know the AFC East is usually, you know, the Patriots, and it doesn't matter what happened under that because neither one of those teams are going to make it to the uh, wild card. And it's been like that for years. But right now they're sitting at the top of the goddamn division in the AFC East at 3-0. They're playing great football. Defense is playing solid. Receivers is pretty solid. Their running game is pretty solid. Tannehill is like, you know my name. <laughs> Another game my Raiders couldn't close out, but they're playing well, man. And, and speaking of New England, man, they're one and two. They don't look good at all. You know what I'm saying? Even with the addition of uh, Josh Gordon, who, who he hasn't he hasn't suited up yet. You know what I'm saying? His his first. Uh, his arrival um, last week, you know, he didn't get to suit up or anything like that. You know, he was on the sideline. Um, on the side note, I hope he get his shit together. You know what I'm saying? Because that's basically your last stop. You either, you either, you, you, you know, it, 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 you know, back in the day it was like you, the older you got, you know, when you was a high profile name, you kind of ended up as a Raider. Uh, but over here, you know, nowadays when you're a high profile player, but you're a trouble, you know, basically what they consider a troublemaker, uh, you end up in New England and you try to turn your life around. And that's, if it's any program, I would say New England can do that, but we hope so. We hope so. If, if so, then that's just another weapon. But you know what? A lot of people are complaining about <laughs> about Josh Gordon going there because it seems like they keep giving Brady weapons. At this point, Brady needs it. You know what I'm saying? That line is not holding up like he used to. Uh, Edelman is not back yet. You know they got a solid. They got solid running backs coming out of the backfield catching the rock. But you know, and Gronk is Gronk, but Brady is not Brady anymore, bro. Brady is about to be 58 years old. It's just his, he, he's still getting that thing there. He's still slanging that rock, but <clears throat> I'm sorry. It's just, you could tell with the pressure that's being applied, with that line not being the same, I'm not sure the arm strength is there consistently. You know, I've seen, it showed against Detroit. <clears throat> it showed against Detroit on uh, on Sunday, so. Uh, yeah, that's that that that's the NFL for this week, man. I'm lo- I'm looking forward to to this Sunday, this Sunday matchups, um, and of course fantasy wise, I'm actually doing pretty good in my fantasy leagues right now, except for one of them. One of them, I'm like zero three. So let's get to it. Jimmy Butler is talking about basketball. Yesterday, uh, you had media day for the NBA, so. You know, everything was highlighted. You got to see the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Got to see them take pictures together. Of course, everybody was paying attention to uh, Lonzo and Braun. And, of course, you know, with, with Kuzma and uh, B.I., you know what I'm saying? You had the goon, the, the new goon squad take pictures together. Lance, um, you know, uh, um, shit, I can't even think of his goddamn name right now. But, you know, you got Rondo. Um, 
and the rest of the goon squad. I can't even think of them right now. It's four. It's four a.m. in the morning, y'all. Y'all got to give me a break. But everything is highlighted. Houston, you know, Houston is in is back in the news for another reason. Uh, of course, they showed that goddamn Golden State squad. Do you guys realize? And I know it. I know it is. It's been talked about since his brother signed with Golden State. But Clay Thompson. And goddamn Boogie Cousins is the third and fourth option on that goddamn. <laughs> They're the third and fourth option <laughs> on that go to state squad. But uh, yeah, media day. Everything was highlighted. And the reason why it was something special is because they showed the Timberwolves. Jimmy Butler wasn't there. Jimmy Butler wants 195 mil. Minnesota said, eh. How about we give that 195 mil to the youngster cat? Now, uh, again, you nobody's been under a rock. We already know what it is. You know, Jimmy Butler doesn't want to be in Minnesota, doesn't really get along with the young core there. Speculations has been said that Jimmy Butler slept with or was messing around with Cat's girl or whoever Cat was talking to. That could be something a little bit personal. Other than that, Jimmy Butler doesn't like the chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Thinks the core is soft, so on and so on. Um, you know, Wiggins is involved somehow, and it's not looking good. It's not looking good. We're going to see if Minnesota figures it out. It, reg- regardless of what happens with Jimmy Butler, wherever, wherever Jimmy Butler ends up, the spotlight will be there. He has taken over the the second half of the offseason shenanigans. Bron had Bron and Boogie had the beginning of the offseason. They had that on lock. Everybody was wait, waiting. PG-13 had a little bit of that by staying with OKC. Boogie Cousins had a little bit of that by going to Golden State. And, of course, Bron was the headliner of coming to L.A. Second half of that, all Jimmy Butler. All Jimmy Butler. Why? You know, my Chicago fellas in the thread, they're pretty happy. They're sitting back with their popcorn. You know what I'm saying? They drank, and they laughing at all of this because they knew the cancer that Jimmy Butler is. He's still a good player. You know, a, a, a young, a still fairly young player. I think he's somewhere around 26, right? 26, 27, I think, 27, 28 years old. <clears throat> still fairly young, a uh, great talent. It's just that, you know, just <clears throat> it's the same thing that I say about Boogie Cousins. When they when they were talking about Boogie Cousins coming to L.A., and I'm not so amped about that, I, it's not about the talent. You got to understand, you can have all the talent in the world, but if if your mental game is not right, it's, it's, it's worthless. You know, I'm all about I'm all about championships as a Laker fan. I'm not about I'm not going I'm not about going step by step year in and year out like the Portlands and you know uh, the Minnesotas and 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 things like that. I'm not about that. It's about putting a squad together to compete for a championship. If your mindset is not on that, then what's the point of having you on the team? So, he's with a great Boogie's with a great team right now. But we're talking about Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler wants to get out of there, and he has a few choices in mind. Now, I will say this. 
I don't know all the packages for all the teams that that's 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 wrote down for him. All his all his potential trade destinations. You know, I think Houston, Houston and Detroit was the only one that come out with potential uh, packages, and Houston was the one who put out their package first. And I know it. I know it involved Gordon. And I, I want to say this. So shout out to my boy Just um, above the rim. We didn't. We didn't get to talk about it on our on, on my last episode with Just uh, because it was on BTG for President, and um, we didn't get to talk too much sports. But I want to say this: him going to Houston would be interesting. It would be. And if he was to stay healthy, I think that locks him in. I think that locks him in probably, I think that locks him in the Western Conference Finals. Will they win? It's hard to say, man. I don't think, I think Houston has a chance to beat Golden State. Don't get me wrong. But that's pending a lot of stuff. Injuries being one. We all know CP3 cannot stay healthy at all, man. You know, and I, is he one of the major keys? Yeah. Now, if he was to get injured and they had Jimmy Butler, would he make up for that? I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? So where would I want to see Jimmy Butler go? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. And it's not that I don't care. It's just that... <laughs> The trading destination that they've put down so far, I guess they make sense. You know, as far as the E's going, well, I don't know about the Brooklyn Nets. That one threw me, that one kind of threw me off, unless unless he expects Kyrie Irving to be there. But to go to the Brooklyn Nets by himself, I don't see how that makes sense. The Knicks, I can see makes sense regardless if Kyrie goes or not. The Knicks is the Knicks, you know, as shitty as as they have been, the Knicks is it's still a big market out there. Brooklyn's a part of that market too because they're in New York, but the Knicks is the Knicks. You know, I'm not going to shit on the Knicks like that even though they just made some bad decisions past couple of years, actually for a long time, but still, yet and still the Knicks is the Knicks. So I get it. You could be the face of the New York Knicks until someone else comes there, and then you might have to share that spotlight. Uh, then you got the Cavs. Now, that's an interesting one because you got the young bull over there. You know what I'm saying? You got Kevin Love over there not saying too much about J.R. Hennessy, but um, I think that helps bring the Cavs up to a, a solid playoff team, you know, staying healthy, that is. Uh, the Clippers, I don't know. I don't know if you want to I don't know if you want to share that spotlight in LA with Braun. I don't think not only that, I mean you going by Jimmy Butler going to the Clippers, even if Braun didn't go to the Lakers, you still have to share that spotlight with the Lakers, with that young core. Um, and I don't see how it would make any sense, especially if you gotta put a package together to get them when you just sent a package to Detroit, you know, um, and you got I guess you can say, I will say Detroit won. You know, you sent one of your best players over there to Detroit. So you don't really have much in L.A. You know, and then you give up some extra more, you know, the you probably have to give up the pieces that you actually got in that trade. 
to get Jimmy Butler and a pick. So I'm not sure if that makes any sense. You know what I'm saying? Houston right now has one of the strongest bench players to send and a, and a draft pick to send to get Jimmy Butler. But will it work? You know, it's cute to have it's cute to have a roster, you know, full of cats, but still got to work out. But we'll see. We'll see. I will say this, though. Everything is highlighted. That's that's basically the the that's basically the topic of uh, of discussion for this episode is being highlighted. Pat Mahomes is a highlighted quarterback. Jimmy Butler is highlighted of the offseason, the second half of the offseason. You know, Minnesota will be. What are they going to do? NBA is right around the corner. You know, NBA is right around the corner. This is going to be, this is going to be, I I, I want to say the first week, not just opening night, but the first week is going to be sky high, highlight, highlighted ratings. You know what I'm saying? You got the Lakers, you got Houston, you got Golden State, you got Boston. You, you're going to, you're going to have a full, I'm talking about a full, complete, Boston roster, unless anything changes, unless Boston gets rid of Kyrie before the season starts, which is going to make the season even more crazier. But as of right now, as it stands, media day, they took their pictures together. You're going to have, you know, Hayward, Kyrie together on the floor, you know, in Boston. So, yo, that's crazy. And let's not forget about Toronto. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know y'all heard the laugh. I don't want to bring it up. Jesus Christ, Kawhi. But, yeah, you got Toronto. So NBA is right around the corner. October is almost here. And that's it, man. No college no college football, man. Oh, but I, I did want to uh, point out some high school football. So this past Friday, I took my son to go see Modern Day you know, versus IMG Academy. And I, IMG Academy is uh, located, I think, Orlando, Florida. And for a year, hear me, for a year online, on IG, on Twitter, these cats been going back and forth between Modern Day and IMG Academy. Now, at the time, I, IMG Academy was ranked, I think they was ranked number two. Two, I know Modern Day had got bumped down because they lost, and I'm not even sure who they lost to. Um, but Modern Day was ranked number five in the nation. IMG Academy was ranked number two, if I'm not mistaken. Now it could have been switched around. I, I'm not sure, but I know I think uh, IMG had to be ranked number two because they was undefeated until they came down to California. And let me tell you, they traveled well. They had a nice little, I would say the crowd, first of all, they oversold. You know, me and my son, we bought our tickets, um, what, a month ago? We bought our tickets a month ago, and we bought, we, uh, we, we, we brought the, um, the general admission. They did have certain tickets to where, you know, you can get uh, assigned seatings and things like that. It, well, it was an additional dollar. But I'm like, yo, it's a high school game. I know it's going to be a classic. You know what I'm saying? I know it's one of the top games this year. But we're just going to get general admission. Boy, did I mess up. <laughs> did I mess up? And I'll get to that. So everybody and their mama was at that goddamn game. There was on the home side. 
as you can imagine, there was nothing but modern day fans, students, parents, family members, friends, everything was, it was just a sea of red. Across from that in the away stands, you did have IMG Academy. You had about, I would say in that stadium, it was about, it was 70, I would say 75, 75, 25. You know, of course, this is California. Modern day is a California team. So you can imagine that they would have the bulk of the seats, right? IMG Academy had they they have two running backs. I don't I, they, they their quarterback is pretty decent. I forgot his name, but I I cannot forget their two running back names. Okay. <laughs> Number six. And you guys can go look him up. Deb, this is really for you. This is really for you being a Florida State fan because I'm not sure if they're going to make it out. Of, I'm not sure if they're going to want to make it. And you guys better make sure they don't make it out of the state of uh, uh, Florida. And that is um, number six, Trey Sanders. And number seven, Noah Kane. And when I tell you, these are grown as man running backs. And it came down to the last, the last few seconds. The ending score was 28, I want to say it was 28-24, modern day. And it was so it was so packed that me and my son, we didn't have anywhere to sit. And you know, the uh the security kept kicking people out of the um the uh the the home the home stands because it was packed in the hallways and it's packed in the walkways and you can't really have that as a fire hazard right so he said you guys have to go to the away side there's seats over there so we looked though you can see the away side bro you can see that it's damn near nearly packed just like it and we and there were all already people walking over there so we're walking around the back way towards the where the street is at and the um and the uh scoreboard. Man, I swear, we look we as we're walking towards the other side, we stop by the scoreboard and there's a gate in between the walkway uh to the other side and the scoreboard and the grass area. I looked at one of the uh one of the other fathers and he had two sons and he just stood there and he said, you know, and in his face he didn't even have to say anything. <laughs> Sorry, but he basically said with his eyes, this is it. This is the best we're going to get. I stood up the whole entire game, feet hurting. Mind you, we had something to do the next day, Saturday morning. Uh, we didn't get home till about 1130 at night, 1130, close to 12 a.m. My son found a seat in the grass. Uh, eventually, everybody left in the stadium, crowded around that back way by the scoreboard to watch that classic game. It it was phenomenal, man. It was something special that I that I shared with with, with my son. It was something special. Um, but just to just to uh, let you know, like those are experiences that I like. You know what I'm saying? Those classic, those classic high school, college games and things like that. Um, didn't have no seat, but we made it work. Uh, the 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 announcer said at halftime that we we would have to move. They sent police over there they sent the Santa Ana police over there to clear us out but yo shout out to the Santa Ana police because they figured out right there on the spot like yo 
These people ain't going to have nowhere to sit. If we move these people, then they're going to, it's going to be a fire hazard in the away section. So they said, as long as you guys don't run on the field, then are on the sideline, you guys can sit right here. And we say, look, we grown as people, man. We're not about to sit up there and run on all damn field. In the closing, the closing minutes, modern day was down by tw- or down by three. It was 21-24. That's when I said that last drive, we waited for the last drive where the quarterback did a quarterback keeper, ran it in. It was goal, you know, second or third or something in goal. And he ran in a quarterback keeper, and that put him up. And that's when I grabbed my son. I said, let's go. We started running. He had to use the bathroom. We ran to the bathroom, used the bathroom. But I was trying to get to my car before traffic built up. Uh, in between all that, I didn't, we didn't see the last, we didn't see the last two something minutes of the game, which was very important because IMG showed that they can move that rock. Not through the air, though. They couldn't move the rock through the air the whole game. They had a couple of passes, don't get me wrong, but I don't think that quarterback is uh, has a deep, accurate ball. But them running backs show that they can, you know, run right through them tackles. Matter of fact, Trey Sanders for uh, IMG broke for like an 83-yarder, you know what I'm saying, for for one of their, I think for like the, one of their second scores. Um so yeah, we we left. We missed that last minute, minute, two minutes or whatever. But we heard a lot of oohs and ahs. But we had to do it. I had to sacrifice that last few minutes to make sure we weren't stuck in traffic for no hour trying to get out of no goddamn parking lot. So uh, and, and, and like I said, keep in mind this was a uh, this was a classic battle between um, two of the top ranked teams in the nation. And uh, it was it was a good one. So IMG Academy versus Modern Day, man. I told you, I told you, cats, early in the year that this was going to be something that I'm going to attend because it just that's just history right there. So shout out to those two high schools. Shout out to those youngsters. I plan on seeing a lot of these youngsters on Saturdays. Let's put it to you like that. Um, and that is it. That is it. I'll see you guys next week. I know we haven't finished my our top five, um, our top five starting five small, you know, um, uh, basketball positions. So uh, I got to bring my boy. Um, I got to I got to bring my boy Dre back so we can do the small forwards, and uh, we'll keep this thing rolling. So y'all have a good one. See y'all next week.